0: Shakira on RTHK Radio 3 with objection. Right, time is now one let Let's f- turn to the very first part of today's one-two-three show. We often hear the word fake news, usually referring to information, which is not true. But fake news is more than that. Our intern, Samuel Lee, talked to a fact-checking reporter and also a professor on how we can spot, check and avoid the impact of misinformation that could flow through our screens. We
1: occasionally receive this information through our messaging apps and social media. But when you put these titles to Google in his search, it won't take long for you to find out that you have just found a piece of misinformation. But how do we distinguish fact from fiction? How do you know if a piece of news is
0: fake or not? How do you check it? Uh-huh. Because that was time there is a, about the vaccination. Mm, there is yeah. a Philippine helper. They said on the news mm. it's already passed away. Mm-hmm. But then have what? a news again. It that's says no. it already came out from the hospital. We find it out. Uh, Ask from the friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or another page. Another we, page. Yeah. Also. We saw already another page and the news is this one. So that's we said. Oh, this. This from another page is fake news it's
1: so not true. yes. Before we dive deeper into this, let's start by defining this information and the other variants of false or even malicious information. Here is Dr. Stephanie Jin Zhang, an assistant professor from Hong Kong Baptist University and manager of the university's fact check service to tell us more.
0: I know more about disinformation, misinformation, and fake news. So usually when we talk about misinformation, is any kind of false information, right? But it can be very, very broad. It can be problematic content. It can be poor journalism, you know, or typos, etc. For disinformation, it has to be false information or fabricated information, disseminated or produced with emotive right? And usually a malicious motive, kind of political or financially driven. And then lastly is fake news. Basically, fake news is any kind of disinformation or misinformation that is kind of displayed in a news format. They try to pretend to be a news broadcast or a news article, but in fact they're not. Or they try to pretend to be a post published by a news website but uh, in fact it's not. So uh, you can imagine bbc.com, but if you look carefully, the logo actually says bcc.com.
1: And when we see suspicious information, is it a good way to simply copy the title and content to your search engine and see if there are fact-checking reports or if other media reported on the issue?
0: Google searches is a very good way, either it's a text form or an official form, are kind of a good way to start fact-checking. But if you're talking about like higher level, it requires you to kind of contact, to find out the original source and to contact the primary source to see if it's true or false. And f- from our experience, it's really tough. Just like reporters, sometimes you contact a person, that person might not reply, <laughs> um, they might just ignore you. So um, it's really hard, I should say, but in general, before you Share a piece of information. Try to at least click into the link. Many people just skim through a Facebook post and then, okay, uh, by this headline, I think it suits you. I'm gonna send it to you. But click into it, right? Go through it to see, does this piece of information provide any kind of sources? It doesn't say, well, perhaps, well, we have sources saying this. But without the exact source, then we should be suspicious. And before you send it to your friends or family members, think about it first. I think sometimes we just do it so kind of um, spontaneously, right? Um, Stop and think is a very, very important step, basically.
1: And once a digital verification reporter at AFP also suggested
2: reverse image searches. It's a very common process because I think everybody just uses Google to constantly check if something is right or not. But there are ways to refine this process further. But perhaps the easiest thing to do, which also is like the most bang for its buck, is called a reverse image search. And you can do it through Google. You can do it through a lot of different search engines where you take a piece of picture or break a video up into different pictures as well. And then you can search that picture to see if there are similar pictures that have been uploaded in the past. That's a very common tactic we use if we think that an image is being shared out of context. A reverse image search can help us determine if it's been uploaded in the past, what the context was, and it's a fairly easy way to do it as well.
1: Apart from checking it ourselves, fact-checking services also came to being in recent years. How do they prove themselves credible, and how do they do fact-checks? Yeah. So, uh, what do you you work in AFPs? As a digital verification reporter, which is to layman language, is fact checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how to fact checking services to fact checks like how you do it in AFP?
2: Well, like very broadly speaking, you start off with content monitoring, and you know fact checking is just going on digitally. So. A lot of it involves watching just what's going on um, from the news cycle to any particular region you're covering, the conversations that people are having around a particular subject, and yeah, keeping abreast of that. So that's step one. The second step is then flagging the content, I guess. Out of everything that's going viral, not all of it is necessarily wrong. I would say that a large majority of it probably isn't. But the finer you get into a topic, the more depth that you add, the chances of things, you know, being taken out of context, a few data points being cherry picked here and there, or really just whole aspects of a story gone wrong, all of those increase. And that brings us to step three, which is you know the actual investigation work. We do that. And depending on what we find and how conclusively we can show that it's wrong or misleading or not real, yada, 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 then we'll eventually write about it in a fact check article
0: what we do to build our own reputation is to be independent and be transparent right by independent i'm saying financially independent um, we're funded by the school by the university or by some external grants if we do have a sponsor in the future we will make it very clear on our website to to make sure people know about it and also by transparent is that we want to make the whole fact checking procedures very very transparent so every single reader when they read our fact check report they can actually follow the report right we have all the references all the links they can follow every single step of our report and they should be able to come up with the exact same or a similar verdict.
1: and after listening to all these how do we distinguish genuine information from false ones
2: I should also actually place a caveat here that even if you follow all of the techniques that I'm about to tell you the chances of the thing in question being wrong are not reduced to zero so you, you could follow all of these things and still be misled and you know that's unfortunate but anyway. First of all, trust news articles over random posts. So if it's a random Facebook post, a message on WhatsApp or wherever else you are, verify it with a trusted news source rather than just somebody saying it, right? But okay, what if the news article gets it wrong? Or you know, I can't remove that possibility. So okay, try to see maybe two or three different outlets reporting on the same incident. That increases the chances of the main body of it, at least, to be true. Okay, but what if everybody's getting it wrong?
1: That is quite unlikely, but sometimes it
2: happens. Oh, it happens to me. I mean, like I investigate Pakistan at least and it's happened to me a couple of times where five or six different outlets got the entire story wrong. So look at the headline of an article, but don't just stop there because usually headlines are designed in an eye-catching way. They might not convey the whole story. So as a quick test, look at the headline of any article and then look at its last paragraph and gauge just how different they are. And I hope that'll establish my point. The data gathering methods are very important to look at because they can never fully account for whatever phenomenon they're studying. So always be mindful. And I think COVID statistics, for example, is a very good modern day example where one outlet might count X number of cases a day, but another outlet might count something else. So, just be wary of numbers. The other thing would be be wary of the phrase "a study" quote unquote," because not all studies are also equal, unfortunately, so trust peer reviewed studies which are you know uh, which are academic journals or studies that have gone through a number of different people 's approval before they were published
1: and At this age, what recommendations
2: would they give to us? I would recommend people to include you know, fact-checking services in their daily diet of information. We, we all are usually tied into news outlets that we follow. Start following a fact-checking service as well. You can look up the International Fact-Checking Network and their signatories list. I think that's a good place to start. So yeah, like follow them as well. And if you guys have any content that you think is potentially problematic and you would like people to investigate it, then by all means, send it to us. We're always looking for something to debunk.
0: I think in general, people are always talk about fake news right now. And I think we should be aware that what we are talking about when we use the term fake news. So if you have listened to this program, then you might know what fake news is. And I think truth is not a black and white matter. Even for our, our daily work, we have experienced this a lot. There are a lot of gray areas as to what is true or false. And we have to think much deeper about it. And the public has to have you know, discussions on the topic as well i believe uh, maybe the public the government of you know the industry journalists we should all talk about what do we mean by a false claim what do we mean by a truthful claim what is partially true so we have to be on the same pace for future developments policy-wise or not
1: internet brought convenient access to information but it also poses risks but with caution in consuming information and knowing how to differentiate misinformation and disinformation in general, we can enjoy the benefits that this world of information entails. So with that in mind, enjoy your daily journey of surfing through the sea of information. This is Samuel Lee, and until next time, cheers!
0: Many thanks once again to Samuel Lee on his great feature on Fake News. Thank you so much. I'll I'll be more careful when I'm surfing the internet to decipher what's real and what's not. Many thanks once again uh, to you, Samuel.